Welcome everyone to another edition of the State of Mars podcast. This is episode number 60. Again, we thank you all for listening this week. We are sponsored as always by our good friends at D1 Media Pro, the number one live stream in the state of New Jersey for high school sports. With the spring season arriving, the only way you're going to be able to watch prep baseball and prep lacrosse is to watch on the NFHS network. So be sure to subscribe today and get your daily dose of prep broader action. You could spend just $10.99 a month, or right now there is a discount already for a yearly package of $69.99 to get all of your Marauder Sports action. So sign up today by going on to nfhnetwork.com and creating your account as we get closer and closer to the spring season. So in this week's episode, we will start to preview the 2022 spring sports season in Marauder Land as we will preview the first team on the docket, the lacrosse team. A lot of change occurred in the offseason, including a new head coach, as Greg Morrissey would step down and is now replaced by Andrew Watts. Andrew is a member of faculty and staff as an academic support assistant in the Browning Center. And he also played at Division Free Lacrosse Program Elizabethtown as its senior captain after graduating from St. Joe's down in Phil. He would sit down with senior captain Tommy Burton on this week's State of the Murders Hotline as they talk to us about what expectations are like for the team heading into the season. Jay Post of the Class of 2020, who covered the lacrosse team at times on D1 Media Pro last year, and Nick Derivata, Class of 2015, who was an assistant JD lacrosse coach last year and is going to be now the faculty liaison for the team will join us to give their perspectives on the team last year heading into this year. So, we can always be found on any of your listening devices, on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, pretty much any podcasting platform that you know of, we're on there. So, be sure to search State of the Marauders, or follow us on our social media profile at SOT Marauders to see all of our exclusive Marauder content. As always, I am your host, Renato Rodriguez. And before we talk about the 2022 lacrosse preview, which is what this episode will mainly be about, let's start with some news about the rest of the program this week. So... We have a couple of scrimmages, spring season, spring, spring like temperatures in the air, ladies and gentlemen. So that means it's time for some spring sports. And the baseball team will start off as of this recording on Monday, March 21st, which is when this recording is going to be released, as they take on Governor Livingston in a scrimmage action at Governor Livingston. Before taking on Midland Park at Midland Park Wednesday. And then they end the week 
with their scrimmage slate taking on Madison on Friday and then St. John Vianney on Saturday. So be sure to cheer on your Marauders as they get ready for the opening day of the season, which if you did not see on the SOT Marauders account on social media, make sure you check that out. Their opening day slate is going to be on Friday, April 1st, April Fool's Day, against Ferris High School in a rematch of the Hudson County semifinals last year. That should be a great one. DMA Media Pro will be on, on the coverage of that one. Kevin Connolly will be on the call. That's going to be a big game, so make sure you tune in. If not, make sure you go to Keaton Point to watch that game. Lacrosse team, as we're going to talk about in this episode, they had their first scrimmage on Wednesday. Against Immaculata, that's a 4:30 home start at JFK Field. Come out and support your Marauders. Lastly, there's going to be some sponsorship opportunities with D1 Media Pro for any of the prep broadcasts this year. Okay, so you can promote your business or company that you know of. Anyone who's, who has a business or company out there listening, there are four types of rates that you could do if you're interested in, in promoting on the NFHS network with D1 Media Pro. The first tier will be in-game reads in which whoever's calling the game will be reading an advertisement on air. That's $500 a season for that. Tier two will be to play your commercials, Okay to advertise your company. That's $1,000 a season. So anytime the game goes into commercial break, there'll be a video promoting your business from D1 Media Pro. If you want to do a combination of the two, that's $1,500 a season. And then if you want to do the yearly package for that, in which you cover the fall, the winter, and spring season, so that's going to be prep football, prep soccer, prep basketball, prep baseball, prep lacrosse, any of the prep sports on the Network, you could get your business to be shown throughout the year for just $5,000, okay? Again, for further information, make sure you reach out to me at RodriguezSPP on social media or to Mustafa Hooten at D1 Media Pro on social media. So... If you're interested, again, make sure to contact either Mustafa or myself as we get to promote your business on our broadcast. Okay. The lacrosse team, they start their 2022 campaign. As I mentioned before, Wednesday scrimmage against Immaculata at home. And not only do they have a new head coach this year, but they will get to be in a new division as well as they join the Bianchi Conference with teams like Cranford, Delaware Valley, and Morristown Beard, which is going to be the team season open. Head coach Andrew Watts and senior captain Tommy Burton joins us on this week's State of the Martyrs Hotline as we preview the 2022 St. Peter's Prep lacrosse team. So let's listen in to what they 
had to say. Welcome to the State of Morris Hotline, sponsored by the Torna Bennett Group. They provide leadership solutions for nonprofit organizations, professional fundraising, interim executives, and strategic marketing. They also provide sales, fundraising, and executive solutions for New Jersey businesses. For more information, call 201-932-0100 today. That's 201-932-0100. Welcome to the State of Morris Highline. I'm, I'm here today, Coach Andrew Watch, Tommy Burton. How you guys doing today, guys? Doing well, man. Thank you for having us on. Doing great. Thank you. So, as you know, lacrosse season just around the corner, right? The fans out there may not know both of you guys well, so, so give a little taste, a little intro of what we got going on. So I'm um, Coach Watts, first year here at St. Peter's. Um, I'm coming from St. Joe's Prep in Philadelphia. Um, from there, I was when I was during my tenure there, I was working in the academic support department there. I was also a history teacher, but I guess more importantly for this podcast, I was a defensive coordinator there. Prior to that, um, I was the assistant coach at Elizabethtown College, uh, where I helped the Blue Jays um, and their program there, specifically the midfield. And now I'm here. I moved up to Jersey City in, in August. Happy I'm here and can't wait for this season to get started. Uh, yeah, I'm Tommy Burton. I'm a senior defenseman on the team. I'm one of the four captains. I've been part of the varsity program for four years. Uh, loving it here at prep. Excited for the season. Excellent, excellent, actually. And Coach Watts, you joined a select few this year of being a rookie head coach within the St. Pierce Prep Marauder program, right? We had Coach Menifer for bowling. We had um, – who am I missing? We have Coach Brendan Roche for ice hockey. We have also uh, Richie Hansen for football as well. So how has the transition been for you to be a rookie head coach so far? So the transition's been a quick one uh, with my appointment really only two weeks before uh, the season started. However, um, I'm fortunate that I have a great group of seniors who's kind of uh, aided in that transition. I've talked to a number of alumni who have reached out, um, finding ab out about my appointment to the head coach position, and they've kind of given me a little taste of uh, what prep lacrosse means to them and kind of how they would like to see prep lacrosse look in the future. Uh, so the seniors have done a great job with kind of guiding my transition, allowing me um, to do my own new thing. And they've been extremely, extremely receptive to the new ideas and the new uh, standards of the program. And it's always great to have, to have an energized alumni base who's, who's willing to step in and help and kind of help share their story as well. So, Tommy, you know, you've been through last year's team with Coach Morrissey, now with the transition to Coach Watch. How has the preparation been this offseason compared to last season? Oh, well, it's it's been back back to normal. I'd say last year with COVID, we weren't really able to meet mm -hmm. as much as we would like to. But this year, we were able to get out on the field in the weight room four or five times a week, some sometimes. And uh, it's been really good to finally have a full. What's hopefully going to end in a full full year of lacrosse for everyone. So, so jumping on that now, Coach Watts, what have you seen? Like, what is, what is your vision for this team going into this upcoming season? So I think this is an exciting time to be a part of prep lacrosse. Um, 
we've joined a new a new conference in the Bianchi Conference, um, a conference that's a very winnable conference. There's some great talent out there with Verona, Marstown Beard. We open up with Marstown Beard at home March 30th, which is going to be a great test for this team. Um, but we're in a very much a winnable conference, and I know the guys in my locker room believe that um, we will win that conference. Um, and that's that's our goal right now. And step by step, we're building towards that with every practice. And hopefully at the end of it, we're standing atop the conference and we can make a run into uh, the NJSIA state tournament here. So, Tommy, based on last year's experiences, how how would what, what would you take away from last year to bring into this year's team? Um, I think one of the one of the biggest things we struggled with last year was leadership. I felt that we didn't really have a lot of guys on the team with honestly a ton of experience and also a ton of like willingness to lead the team. And I feel mm -hmm. like this year we've seen a lot of a lot of new guys step up and really, really take control of what they could control, which is, has been awesome for us so far. So you mentioned about the new conference, new schedule again, open up against Morristown Beard March 30th. What 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 other matchups are you looking forward to that's on the schedule? Again, we talked about the Morristown Beard being the opener. What are some other key matchups to, to look forward to this year? Yeah, obviously we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but Morristown Beard's circled on our calendar. We've got Morristown Beard posted up all over our locker room. It's really what we're thinking about right now. But we've got we've got exciting games. We've got a game at Rutgers versus a great team in Rumson Fairhaven. And then also we've got a PIAA state champion coming to uh, JFK Field to play us on, I believe that's May 7th at 1 o'clock, and that team's Allentown Central Catholic. They won the PIAA state championship last year. So that's a great out-of-conference, out-of-state uh, competition for our guys to uh, really kind of make a name for ourselves and really expand the brand of, of prep lacrosse here. So you you guys lost a couple of key guys last year. You know, Captain Andrew Williams graduated along with other Captain Colin Brancatella. But you also have some two very talented individuals coming back, J.D. Farkas, Jude Sargent, you know, coming in, leading the team. So what did those two guys bring to the overall uh, team play? Yeah, so, I mean, with J.D. and Jude, those are the type of guys that you want in your locker room. Uh, J.D., he's been, a, he's been a key cog in the, in the offense for this program for three years now, and we're really looking to use him um, as much as we can. He's kind of our jack-of-all-trades. Um, you're going to see him in our clear. You're going to see him in our man up, and obviously in our settled six-on-six -six, um, situations. He does a great job of settling guys down. He's a great calming influence on the 66 offensive side of the ball. And then Jude Sargent, I mean, he's a two-sport athlete, plays basketball. Um, we got to get those basketball legs into lacrosse legs now. Um, but, I mean, he's six foot four, 200 pounds, big lefty. Um, he's kind of the yin to the yang with uh, JD coming out of the midfield as, as a huge presence and somebody you need to mark up on your uh, scouting report. Then on the other side of the field, you're and at the attack, you're gonna have Jude Sargent um kind of leading that unit along with Brian Kelly, who's down there, and our other captain, Dylan Coyle, who's uh gonna be looking to clean up some some goals in front of the net for us. So it's a good thing you mentioned Brian Dylan, because my next question was who are some other key guys that you're looking forward to, to to see on the field? Yeah, so so Brian Kelly's definitely one of those guys. Um he's got a lot of talent. He's getting uh he's getting some looks right now from college. Um we need to settle him down on offense. Um, 
need to simplify his reads right now. Uh, but again, we're, we're seven practices into to a long season. Um, that'll come in time. And then we look at the defensive end. We got guys like Merrick, um, who really um, is coming into his own. He's owned the weight room. He's owned the conditioning. And even what's more important than that, like Tommy said before, really the leadership that he's brought um, and the intensity that he's brought. So Merrick's great. We're looking for a great season between the pipes with Henry Walker. Um, he's gone into a sophomore year. He's got a year under his belt now in between the pipes. Um, so he's going to be, he's going to be a guy who's going to need to orchestrate the offense. We're going to have a lot of, a lot of responsibilities on him. And then we also have uh, Connor Cagle coming out of the midfield. He's going to be more of a two-way guy for us this year. We'll see him on the offensive side of the ball, but also on the defensive side of the ball, filling that short stick D mid role for us. Tommy, have anyone you want to add? Uh, yeah, I agree with coach and on the defensive side. I think Merrick, I'm really excited to see him play. He's, he's a fairly new player. I think he only started playing his sophomore year, mm -hmm. but like coach said, he's really stepped up and has put a lot of work in both on and off the field and has really stepped into a leadership position. I'm also excited for one of our freshmen, Neil Ward. He's a, He's a three-sport athlete, hockey, yes. soccer, and now lacrosse. And he's, he's been one of those guys who's really stepped up big time for us, both on the JV and the varsity side. Excellent, excellent. So tryouts are now over, right? You guys are now starting your practices. Schedule's been released. So what are the expectations for the program this year as a whole? Yeah, so as a whole, we got to take that first step. Uh, we got to beat Marstown Beard March 30th. Um, we're hoping as Marauder Nation, Nation comes out, supports us, um, that's really our first goal. We don't want to get our, we don't want to get too ahead of our skis uh, per se, but obviously, like I said earlier, Bianchi conference, that's our long-term goal. Win that conference, make a name for this place, tell people prep lacrosse is back better than ever. There's a new era. And then once we get into the States, um, we're going to be playing our best ball in May. I wouldn't want to play St. Peter's prep lacrosse in May in the state, in the state playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think long-term we're really trying to change the tides of the way that this program is perceived. I think that the past couple of years we've been struggled, struggling a little bit, but I think this year we're really trying to put a stamp on that conference with our name. So lastly, you know, Maroon Nation listening out there, what, what, what parting words do you have to say to the Maroon Nation fans listening out there? Marauder Nation, we need you. Uh, we need you at all the games. We're right across the street over at JFK Field here. Um, 4.30 on Wednesdays, 1 o'clock on Saturdays. Um, we need you to come out and, and support us um, as our guys have come out and support you guys at the football games, the basketball games. Now we're looking for a little bit of reciprocity there. Um, there is a new there is a new tide of prep lacrosse. There's a new brand. Um, and that's our goal. We, we got to get that word out to everyone. Um, and we're going to do that through our play and the way our guys conduct themselves off the field, which I've been very impressed with. Um, you won't see our guys out of dress code. You won't see our guys stepping on the school seal in the MSC lobby because that's just not how our program works now. Um, and I'm really excited for the future. I'm excited for the new class of freshmen that are coming in next year and, and the future prepsters who are in seventh grade now. And I can't wait to see what our seniors do next year um, at the college level, whether it's academically or athletically. I'm really excited. I, we have a really good group of guys with us. Yeah, uh, just show up. I mean, the energy is going to be electric on the field and, you know, it'll transfer over to the stands. I know a lot of people at this school don't really, haven't really watched a ton of lacrosse, but it's an awesome sport to watch. So show up and support. Well, Andrew and Tommy, thank you so much again for coming on. We really appreciate it and wish you guys good luck this season. Thank you for having us. Thank you. 
So you can follow the team on Instagram at SP Prep Lacrosse for all the updates this spring season and stay tuned for the rest of the 2021 spring season previews. Thank you to Coach Watts and Tommy for taking some time this week to join the podcast. And now let's get a little insights from the State of the Murders account of what happened with last year's team, okay? The team went 3-11 on the season last year. They qualified for the state playoffs before being knocked out by Del Barton. And keep in mind, all three of the victories came towards the end of the year in which they won three out of four. So that was a good stretch of games for the Marauders. But before then, they had a big losing streak. They lost their captains from last year, Colin Williams, Colin Brink, and Tella, both seniors last year. So they're both out of the program. They both graduated. Colin Williams led the team in points last year with 35, including 30 goals, 5 assists. Colin Brinkantella had the second most ground balls on the fence with 26. But the key there is he was in second. So any guesses, ladies and gentlemen, on who was in first? If you get this right, he is a player on this year's team. It is the one and only. J.D. Farkas, the senior, comes back to the team as his main player this year. 16 goals, 13 assists, 29 points overall last season. But also the aforementioned Tommy Burton had 13 ground balls and a goal on the fence as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing J.D. Farkas and Tommy Burton leading the way for the Marauders this season. Also, they're returning two guys on offense who I think will be X-Factors for the team moving forward this year. The first being Junior Jude Sargent. You know, you guys may have seen him in the basketball team off the bench. The basketball big man returns in the lacrosse field where he's more dominant. He's looking to start where he left off last season. He had 11 goals, 2 assists, 13 points overall. My second X-Factor has to be senior Dylan Coyle. He had 11 goals, 6 assists last season. So I think the offense is going to be in good shape overall with, with Jude, with Dylan, with JD. I think the offense is going to be good. In that, you have returning sophomore Henry Rocker, who was absolutely positively phenomenal last year. He broke in last year as a freshman. He made 117 saves while scoring a tremendous coast-to-coast goalie goal as well. And not only is Henry Walker back, but we also have Tommy Byrne back on the fence to help him out. We also have Griffin Ragnar back on the fence to help him out. We have other guys like Merrick Mikovitz, Sean Cagle, Kenny Ferris, amongst others. So, you know, Henry Walker shows some nice stability on the fence in front of his crease. Because 117 saves, it's a lot. A lot of saves. So I, I think his defense will really help him out this year. And I'm looking forward to seeing the defense take a step up this year with Coach Watch being a defender from his playing days. So I think the defense will take a big step up this year. And I think Henry Walker, as a result, will get a step up for his accolades as well. You know, one of the top freshmen in the state last year. So it's going to be, be an interesting year for St. Peter's Prep Lacrosse. 
If you didn't get a chance to look at the schedule on social media, you could always do so at SOT Marauders or make sure you follow the Prep Lacrosse page at SP Prep Lacrosse on Instagram. But we're going to take a quick look at the schedule now. And there is a bunch of home games at JFK Field for the Marauders this season, including the first game against Morristown Beer to start off the season on Wednesday, March 30th. 4.30, be there or be there. Uh, they also host Delaware Valley and Cranford to start the year before having a big match at the Mecca for New Jersey Lacrosse, Rutgers University, as they take on Rumson Fairhaven. Okay, for those who may not know about Rumson Fairhaven, they are top five in the state of New Jersey. They ended up fifth on the NG.com top 20 last year. So it's going to be a very tough test for this Marauders team. So it's going to be interesting to see how Coach Watch manages that game. And then they end the regular season. Okay, so again, they start off three out of five at home, and then they end the season three out of four at home as they conclude the regular season against Rutgers Prep or Tory Prep and a former PIAA champion in Allentown Central from Pennsylvania to end the year at home. So the Marauders, they're going to have some stiff competition this year, you know. They dropped down division, but again, there's a lot of good quality competition in that division. So they're looking to win a division title for the first time since 2010. So it's been almost 12 years since the Marauders have won a division championship. New coach, new regime in town. Let's see if the Marauders are ready to take the next step up as they try to go from three wins to even maybe five or six wins to double the last year total. Now, we have some other perspectives around the program. You know, we had Jay Post, class of 2020. He covered a bunch of games on D1 Media Pro last season. Nick Derivata, class of 2015, who is the faculty liaison for the team. And he was the former assistant JV coach last year. So we're going to hear from those guys as they talk about how the team performed last year and what they see coming into this season. So guys, take it away. I think the important thing to note about St. Peter's Prep Lacrosse heading into this season was last year, it wasn't great, but most importantly, it was a young team. And I think they're going to improve as the season goes on once again. Because last year, um, of the of the four players that went into double digits on goals, three of them, Jude Sargent, uh, J.D. Farkas, and um, Dylan Coyle, are all coming back. So I think that that's important to note. They're getting production back. J.D. Farkas also led the team in assists. He had 13. Uh, he was the leading point to- He had the leading amount of points overall, 29. He's going to be a big part of this team. He's going to bring some leadership now as a senior. He's been with the program for a while now. You know, he's been you know a guy that's been there for four years. He's you know developed a lot. He's learned a lot, and he's been a core part of this lineup for a while. So I think you know JD Farkas is going to be a big part of this team now that he's you know a senior, a senior leader. But it's also important to know you know they're going to bring in a guy you know Dylan Coyle, 17 points. Um, Jude Sargent at 13 points. You know they're they're keeping a lot of players around that really had a, a impressive season on the production end. You know also worth noting that you know they are losing 
you know, players that are seniors that have big seasons. You know, Colin Brancatella comes to mind, Colin Williams. You know, these are all guys that, you know, as seniors themselves last year, putting a shift on both defense for Brancatella and more the attacking end for Williams that aren't going to be able to stick around for this year. So that's going to be lost. And they're going to need to, uh, you know, deal with that. But I think of a new coach coming in, taking the reins, you know, we're going to see, a, a, you know, a new team, a team that, you know, once again has a task to reset its identity. I think that's both positive and negative for this team. I think this team's going to, you know, be able to grow from the fact that they're under a new coach who wants to put in a new set of ideas, you know, have a new way to play and a, a new identity he wants to give this program. But they're also, you know, in a rebuilding year still. This is still a team that's probably not expected to compete at the immediate le- at the at the top level. You know, they're just going to want to, you know, win some games here and there. You know, they they went 3-11 and last year, which by no means is, you know, a, a bad record compared to at least last year they won more and more games so you know it's technically an improvement but i think you know it's still it's still a record that everyone on that team would agree they want to improve and you want to you know they want to go better than 311 so i think there's going to be benchmarks this team's going to want to pass this year and i think it's going to be interesting to see what the expectations are you know what the team looks like under a new head coach and i think it's going to be more about the progress they make this year than the win loss total and how this team will be defined in, in the first year of a new coach thanks a lot for that intro renato so before I, I say anything else, let me just clarify that before last year, I knew next to nothing about lacrosse. I knew that there were sticks, helmets, and I guess I, I, I knew the field dynamics were similar to hockey, I guess. And then uh, through being the assistant uh, JV coach, I, I learned a little bit more, definitely how to run drills at least, but it was, it was incredible to watch the guys play. They had a lot of heart, a lot of dedication, but there was a lot of young talent. Our JV team were pretty much all freshmen, the majority of them were, uh, and leaving last year, we lost some heavy hitters as far as graduating seniors. So I know some people were a little on the fence about what it was going to look like this year. And then with the with the shakeup of uh, losing Greg Morrissey as head coach, you know, the, the future was a little uncertain, but God bless new head coach Andrew Watts. He's been running the guys hard and they've they, they've been doing a great job. They I, I've talked to a couple of them and, you know, they they like it. They were struggling to keep up at first, but now it's it's something that they're getting used to. They're looking very good going into the season. You know, we we did drop down a conference because we were playing in a conference that, you know, had schools that had major resources for lacrosse. And I'm not saying that we don't, but they they definitely out out resourced us, outclassed us in resources. The way that St. Peter's uh, St. Peter's Prep is, is is known for football is how these schools were known for lacrosse, you know? And now we are in a conference that is very much at our level, at, at, at least at our level that we were last year. Going into this year, it seems like it seems like the guys all have improved, and it's it's looking very very promising. You know, we have uh, a couple of games coming up soon, start of the season, and the the guys that they've just been you know relentless in in their practices and their dedication to to lacrosse this season and i am i am beyond excited to see what happens i'm i'm so proud of them that so many of them stuck with it the staff is looking great like i said andrew watts has been doing a great job and i I can't see what i I can't wait to see what he does coming up uh so this season this season's gonna be good uh and (laughs) all those other teams better watch out for the marauders well that's going to do it 
for another edition of the State of Mars podcast, episode number 60. It's been a pleasure to be on for 60 episodes with you guys. I want to thank Jay and Nick for their thoughts on the team. I want to once again thank Coach Watts and Tommy Burton for coming on and previewing the team for us. And again, as a reminder, be sure to check out the lacrosse scrimmage Wednesday, JFK Field. That's a 4.30 start. Baseball scrimmages at Caven on Friday and Saturday this week as well. Make sure you check out the HEIL schedule for all the latest updates. Again, follow the lacrosse team on Instagram at SPPrepLacrosse. I want to thank you all for tuning into this week's episode. Be sure to spread the word of the Stay the Marauders podcast by sharing our social media profile at SOT Marauders to everyone you know and continue to check them out for all of the latest updates. We're going to see you all next week. And as always, let's go prep. Hi, this is lacrosse head coach Andrew Watts, and you are listening to the State of the Marauders podcast sponsored by D1 Media Pro, the number one live stream in the state for high school sports.